Welcome to What Are We Even Talking About, the podcast where we skip the small talk and explore faith, random thoughts and spirituality in the context of this thing called life. We're Melangra and and thank you for joining our conversation. Hello. Hey. What are we even talking about? Yeah, so today we're starting um, a new mini-series. Is it a mini-series? Well, we're starting a new series um, around Bible themes. So today's topic is going to be centred around the gospel and what, I guess, what our interpretation of the gospel is Mm -hmm. in, like, for today, like in modern times. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about this and we're like, okay, let's, you know, we're going to like tackle different things in this, um, this new series that we're doing. So the first thing, like you said, is gospel. So we're like, yeah, before like, you know, talking about it, we're like, okay, we're going to talk about like, what is the gospel that we've Mm -hmm. learned from other people and then what it means to us. So as always, I like my definition. So I, I, um, I looked up what it meant on Google gospel and it says the teaching or revelation of Christ. That's okay. the first definition. And then also it's like the actual, the record of Christ's life mm-hmm. and teaching in the first four, four books of the New Testament. So those actually, they're called the gospel. So Mark, Matthew, Mark, Luke and John. Um, yeah. So it's either, yeah, so it's the teaching of it, the revelation of Christ or the actual books themselves, which are the teaching or revelation of Christ according to those writings um so i feel yeah. like that's like a, a hard definition of what the gospel is but like what i want to ask you what is your uh def- what do you think is the world's definition of the gospel we're, we're probably saying it could be the christian world the secular world but what's the definition of the gospel that you think people like what do people say the gospel is um i guess from my experience like the definition of the gospel or the good news, I know it from a, like a Christian. And when I say Christian, I mean like in the broad sense that includes all like Catholic, Protestant, whatever denomination. I just see it all as the same thing. Um, So looking at it from that point of view, the gospel, I guess, is the news of Jesus coming to kind of be a savior for us and to save us from, I guess, death in a way he saves us from death um and from sin and like he purifies us and puts us in right standing with god so that's the i guess the simplified definition of what i always thought the gospel was was that jesus has died for you to save you from your sin um so it's like so it's like the good news that's what i always thought the gospel was it was like the good news yeah. Um, yeah, and it literally that that's it. like it was like, like that's it. Even before I even actually understood what the good news was, it was just like the good news. Like when I was younger, I remember like in Zambia it was like the good news Bible, and it was just like the Bible <laughs> equals the good news. But it's like, what is the good news? I feel like when you go deeper, it's like, what is the good news? And you were saying it's the good news that Christ has saved us from, and then it's like dot 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 death, because I feel like it's so important in that dot what comes after, like what Christ has saved us from, because that it depends on like the type of gospel that people receive because then there's that like there's that one isn't it that often like people it's like the fear the fear gospel it's like christ Mm. has saved us from hell 
Like, that's the first one, I feel like. Yeah. I might be wrong, but that people kind of associate with the gospel, like, especially if it's kind of like, you know, it depends on what culture it is, but it's like Christ has saved us from hell. So I'm like, for you personally, I don't know, like, when you say death, you mean like, you're talking about spiritual death, like Christ has saved us from spiritual death. And what is that? Like, what is spiritual death? That's what you yeah, mean. I think the definition for for death in this context is the spiritual death, which is, I guess, the definition of spiritual death is when you are not in communion with God. Like, you're almost in, like, a hell, kind of. You're not in communion. You're, like, not connected to your spirit in any way. So it's like, say I, I'm someone who's never heard the gospel before, right? And then... It's like, okay, and then you're telling me about the gospel. Like, what is, like, I don't understand. So I'm saying, okay, the gospel is the news that, um, it's the fact that Jesus has saved me from, from, like, when I die, I'll still be connected mm. to God, basically. Yes, yeah, I think it's about the, the spirit. It's not really about the physical death. It's about mm. whether your spirit is alive, you know, or, I don't know, you're just connected to that side of you. Because I guess you can live kind of dead, isn't it? Not alive, mm. not really conscious. You mean that you can, you mean on earth, like when we're living now? Yeah. What do you mean? You can like spiritually not really be alive, isn't it? Okay, so spiritual death is not something that ha- happens after you die physically. It's something that you you can just be operating. It's the state that your spirit is in like presently, like right now. Mm. Yeah. But then someone might be like, well... Like, how do you get to that spiritual death? Because I've just been a normal human functioning on earth. Like, what do you mean spiritually mm. dead? Like, is a baby spiritually dead? Well, I guess this is when you start talking about original sin, isn't it? That's when this comes in because the Christian worldview is that you're born with original sin, like disconnected from God because of that first sin that happened in the garden with Adam and Eve. So I guess, yeah, you originally, you come already kind of disconnected from God. In death, I guess. So you're born in, into death because of the you're saying original sin. I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying it, but it's the Christian worldview, and I think that's my interpretation of it. Mm. Yeah, but then what I'm not sure you... if that is right or wrong. But I guess that's what the gospel is for, isn't it? Is to bring that is to connect you back with God. Mm. Yeah, I guess so because I feel like it's easy to trip up, like even when you're saying these stuff. It's easier to mm-hmm. trip up because it's like, well, for me personally, I can be tri- I trip up over the the ideas of like, oh, the Christian worldview because then it's like that just makes it sound like it's one way of looking at it. it's a story. Do you know what I mean? Like oh, this is one narrative, and then it's I like... guess because that's where you hear about the gospel. I think we're we're talking about the Christian gospel, aren't we? Unless you want to talk about a different type of gospel or you want to broaden it out of just the Christian gospel and talk about what is the gospel. I think I think I'm coming at it, starting point is the Christian gospel, but really, really I want to talk about the gospel broadening out because I don't want it to be... That's the thing. I want us to, like, when we're talking about the gospel, I was envisioning I'm wanting it to be something that, like, we can take it out of the box. We're always talking about thinking out of the box, stepping mm-hmm. outside the box. I want it to come out of the box of the Christian box. Because I yeah, feel and like that's what we're going to talk what... about because I think we're just starting off with what our initial interpretation of the gospel is. Mm. And then it's like, okay, what revelations have we had in our journeys or our walks in that in 
maybe being in the Christian atmosphere, but then even our experiences out of that. And what do we think the gospel is now, today, right now in this moment? Do we still have that um, original idea of the gospel just being that Jesus saves you from your sin? Or is there an expansion to that? Because I've always believed that like, like in the church, this is just my experience. Of course, there might be other Christians out there that might hear this and be like, okay, that's not what I, you know, experience. But my experience of the gospel is that it kind of ends there. It's kind of like, yeah, you're saved from your sin and that's kind of it. You get to go to heaven. But I feel like that's not really the full gospel. It's almost like a watered down gospel. But that's just my experience. Like in hindsight, <laughs> having experienced different things, spiritually grown and evolved in my spiritual journey, that now I'm like, the gospel isn't just that you're saved from your sin. You're saved from, you like it's there to set you free. It says this in the Bible, but I think sometimes if you don't have the revelation of really the entirety of that freedom, mm. you kind of are just stuck at the beginning of like, yeah, I'm saved from my sin. I get to go. I'm kind of saved from hell. That's it. And I get to go to heaven. But it's like, no, like how, if we look at like, heaven and hell being your state now presently on earth you can be living in hell or heaven isn't it depending Mm -hmm. on how you interpret that interpret that and I feel like the gospel is there so that you can live a higher life a heavenly life now but that's that's to live that life you have to have the revelation of what it means to truly be free and it's not just that I get to go to heaven when I die it's more like what am I freed from in this present moment I'm freed from like the labels of society and the kind of constraints and things like that that are not really real like they're not really of the spirit if that makes sense mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so <laughs> you kind of run so away. then I feel like that's <laughs> what that's what that's what broadens the idea of what the gospel is it's like what does it re- like what is what we're trying to kind of uncover what is the entirety of the gospel. Of course, I don't think we can have that full revelation now in this moment, but we're kind of talking about expanding out from that idea of like the gospel is just to save you from hell. Mm. So like, for example, let me ask you this question that might help. What is the gospel to you? Um, I was going to say, you've kind of run away from me now because I was still at the basic, at the, the like, what is the gospel? <laughs> um, like, I'll take it back. I'll take it back. <laughs> Because I just okay. feel like we need to, I just, because it's just the way my mind works. I just feel like I need to start on the basic of the definition okay. first of how it's broadly interpreted before I can now say what I've come to understand. So I feel like I was, what what I took my was my basic Google, Google search of what is the gospel and it said the teaching and revelation of Christ. And I thought, you know, like it is, it's the knowledge of Christ basically is what the yeah. gospel is. It's that when I was in church, um, my last church that I was I'm always talking as if I'm not in church now yeah, I do go to a church now but my last church that I was in was very much about going out to spread the gospel like literally going yeah. out to speak to people on the street and telling them the gospel so what is the gospel then it was telling them to giving them the knowledge about Christ and what Christ did obviously because why, mm-hmm. why, why do they need to know who Christ is he was a Jesus was a man that walked the earth two thousand years ago. Yeah, but, but what's it important? Why is it relevant today? And it was like, mm. oh, it's relevant because you know if you accept him into your hearts, this was the crucial point. It was like the prayer of salvation, right? Yeah. Which I always had qualms with. And it's like you know <laughs> the, the prayer of salvation is basically, um, it's really the it's a person like saying mm. with their mouth, <clears throat> like declaring. Um, say speaking it out loud that they literally invite 
um, or they accept, they, they, they fully accept. Think of it as like a marriage vow, but there's no, there's no vow in it, but it's something that you, you, you do, you, you say, you know, you speak a belief. Mm. So I had qualms with it because the purpose of you going to tell people about Jesus was just like, you tell them what Christ did, like he died for, he died for our sins on the cross. And by doing that, um, all you have to do, you know, everything that you've ever done wrong and everything like that can just be, you're free. Like you're not someone who, you know what I mean? You're not a bad person. Like, like, you know, you're, it's like you're, you're purified. I don't know, cleansed, you're forgiven of any, everything bad you've done. And all you need to do is just basically believe that Jesus died and more importantly mm-hmm. that he that he rose again. You know, you have to believe in that miracle and then open yeah. your heart to it. Um and basically confess that that's what happened. Jesus died and he rose again and you accept Jesus into your heart. And then it's like, da da, like, you know, um, <laughs> now you are free. You are like you can't be blamed for anything. You're good because people normally equate God with like this entity that's like on holy clouds and is unreachable. Whereas when yeah. you say the prayer, you invite God in your heart. It's like, okay, now um, um, I can actually, I can actually like, you know, God is not something unreachable. That's up there. God is in my heart. Yeah. It feels weird saying it all out, you know, because I was thinking, wow, like, really? Is that really true that I, <laughs> I could believe that you just have to, you is that true that someone can just, you know, tell you in a sentence or two, not even a sentence, but can they just, you know, give you the knowledge of, of, of Jesus Christ like that? Can someone say, oh, I truly have the knowledge of Christ because someone has just preached to me? Is it enough for you to just welcome someone in your heart? I mean, even I mean, even when we meet people nowadays, you have to get to know someone, right? You can't just meet someone yeah. and be like, oh, yeah, I accept you actually as my friend. You're my friend mm. just today. You know, that's what kids do. I don't know, but then Christ did say, Jesus did say, you know, accept the gospel as a child. I don't know, like a child would. But it's like, it's a bit weird. It's like, you've just told someone now about Jesus. He he He's a man that walked the earth, but he, you know, he died. And um, that shows that he's actually divine. All you have to do is accept with your heart. Boom, you're saved from hell. Like, it just seems so weird. It seems, it seems like nonsense to me when I say it out loud. <laughs> like, like, not because, like, do you know what I mean? It just seems like a very, like, it's what people accused accuse you know um you know some christian sex to be like it sects like you know um groups like it sounds cultish like it sounds like you just want to quickly initiate and make lots of initi- yeah. initiates but like and i'm not saying this as a judgment i'm just saying it as like someone who's just literally i'm just observing it as i'm as i'm speaking it to you now and i've never i've never said mm-hmm. it like this right but as an observer an like, objective observer i think i'm just saying it sounds crazy but yeah, so like, that was my understanding of the gospel, right? It's like, um, yeah. you know, it's the belief that Jesus died, rose again, right? And someone has to welcome them, welcome that knowledge into their heart. And this is, this is, this is what it is. Um, what do you think of that? I feel like I've rambled on, which I have. No, I think you've just said what I kind of said as well. That's kind of the gospel from the Christian, like, that we learn in christianity isn't it mm, 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 yeah and yeah beyond that like that's the thing because even when you're in church because even i'm saying oh we need to i need to remove the gospel from the box of church it's just like <laughs> in church and in the bible when you read the bible you get revelation like why is there four gospels basically i can ask myself anyway because it's like why did it need to be told by different people and there's you know there's different gospels that like, it just it just means that there's different people who had who basically telling the story about Jesus 
the mm. way they it happened to them and that alone tells you that there's different ways to look at the gospel do you know what i mean mm. because okay. even as i'm saying it to you now i'm looking at my notes that i made actually last with you last week and i put their new creation and actually said that while i was in church i had this like this revelation as well about the mm. gospel being like that scene in spider-man um the reason i say this is because there's a verse in um there's a verse which says you know um what is it it's the new creation one this is why i should just come correct you should come correct it's the one that says um you know if all things be in christ i think mm-hmm. it's if all things be in christ and it basically says that old things have passed away and everything has become new right yeah and mm-hmm. yeah. it talks about us be like you know us meaning people have accepted this um the knowledge that you know christ wrote like died and rose again Mm. um we're new creation so we're not like it seems it seems drastic but it's like you're not your old self you know everything that defined you before it's almost like in church the way they described it it's almost like you've got like you're like a new well i understood it as like you've got new dna like you're a new species it's almost like you're super right and it was like that Mm -hmm. moment in um and by the way not all christians would would take it to such an extreme like that but it just (laughs) reminded me of the the scene in spider-man basically the old one the toby Maguire one where he has that scene and he um he's like the the spider bit him and then the machine yeah. thing computer I, I don't know if he I, I don't know if it's when he goes again and then it's like and it does that thing like um I don't know like new you know on the that robotic voice where it's just like um new detected new whatever and then basically yeah. it showed the new DNA of human and spider and he was his mm, whole new, mm-hmm. he was his whole he was his own species species and he was strong he didn't need glasses anymore he could do all this this cool stuff and i was just like yeah. yeah that's like that's what the christian is like you know it's like you become a new creation like you're just new like you're um do you know what i mean like you're not you're not um it sounds really babyish but it's like um it's like you're free from your old self right you're a new self and that leads me onwards to my like my understanding of what the gospel is um at this current stage where i'm at like i'll carry that on yeah but um let me just put a pause there um what's your thoughts and what's your understanding of the gospel like from how you you know from the christian view that you learn in church to um where you're at now yeah so i like the analogy of like the <laughs> Tommy Maguire reference because I think what I was going to say also um, about the gospel and like having, I think it's important to have an, like, is it an awareness or like an, a revelation of what the gospel really means? Because even in that verse that you quoted and it says like the old is gone, I feel like when we learn what the gospel is, or maybe when you're a new cre- Christian, like when I was a new Christian, I understood the that Jesus has died on this. Well, I didn't fully understand it, but like for the most part, I understood that Jesus, you know, died on the cross for me and I'm free from my sins. I get to go to heaven. I understood that, but I didn't really understand that like I was a new creation. Like I think that mm. part is like, it's almost like the next level really yeah. of understanding what the gospel is. Because I think like once you understand that you are a new creation by being in Christ and the old new really is gone. Like you're free from all those old things. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like, imagine becoming Spider-Man and not mm. realizing that you are a new creation and still mm. acting like your old self, still wearing the glasses, still, mm-hmm. you know, just acting normal. It's mm-hmm. like, 
you haven't really changed. You're acting like you're a new creation, but you're acting like you're the old person. Mm. You know, it doesn't really make sense. You're not using all these gifts that you have. You're just kind of, you're being less than who you really are. Yeah. And so I feel like that's what I was, that's what we're going to, that's what we're talking about really when we're saying that like, there's so much more to the gospel than just like staying at the beginning of like you're saved it's like what does it mean to be free now like how can I operate and live a higher life now mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. realizing that I have authority in Christ and all these things rather than being the old me that mm-hmm. is, is supposed to be have gone but if I don't have that revelation in my heart and in my head then you still kind of live defaultly in a lesser realm isn't it almost mm-hmm. yeah so I think that's like the revelations that I have had about the gospel and I've realized that like I didn't really get that from church I'm not expecting to I'm saying I feel like this is something that you have it's a personal experience I don't feel like you should look for it externally it's you like building your relationship with God and you know really like you said earlier you were like you need to get to know a person isn't it it's weird to just accept Christ into your heart but I feel like the process of that growth that spiritual growth is getting to know who Christ is, who God is for yourself. It's not enough to look to an external source. Obviously, those things can give us revelation and God can still speak to us through those things. But as in like, not as the sole um, focus, mm-hmm. you know, it, this, the focus should be on God and that relationship with God. And I feel like through that, that's where you get the revelation. That, okay, there's more to ju- this gospel. Like it's not just, it's not a full stop. It's not like you're saved full stop. It's almost like, like all these new things the things that you're free from it's not just the sin it's things like um expectations of the world or like even your identity as a person like I'm free from even like the situations that you're born into in your family all these things you're free from it because you're new like you know that's Mm -hmm. the old you and things like that so yeah yeah um I get that so it's like it's we talked about like the simple gospel is like yeah like you're not it's kind of like it's just like you you don't it's not relevant to now it's almost like stuck in the past I think we talked about this before like not on the podcast yeah. but we talked about how like it's like you're stuck with the the story of like Adam and Eve so it could be stuck in the past mm. right mm. or you're stuck yeah. in the future like heaven and it's all about heaven mm-hmm. and where you're going to but it's not really about living now today but it's really interesting what you're talking about um, when you're talking about that, the, when we're talking about the new creation and it's like we're free, it's almost like the gospel frees us from 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 time. It frees us from our own like lineage and like um, you know when we're talking about before and early early recordings and we we're talking about um, what were we even talking about really? But we started talking about water and like how mm. we're made of memory. water, like seventy percent of water, and water has memory scientifically. Mm. Um, and how when we talk about, you know, carrying things down our ancestral um, line, like that's actually real scientifically. And, yeah. you know, and also spirit, it must be spiritually because spirit, spirit um, as far as I believe, is basically what comes first before this physical, you know, like yeah. energy and all of those things influence the physical, like the unseen mm-hmm. influences what are seen. So how, so it might seem like it's in the like woo woo department when people talk about like ancestral <laughs> and like you know what I mean ancestral um things that you carry down but yeah. we were talking about how I was always talking about the bloodline and how I, I love the idea of the bloodlines and all those kind of things but then I remember we were talking about it and we we're saying um you know um like actually 
when it says like in the bible it says you know that you're born again um Mm -hmm. you know not by blood you know it's like it's like this um again it's like this revelation of the gospel that basically what it is to receive christ into your heart is basically to be literally it's like all that blood it's like all those um stuff whatever it is it could be bad things that you you've um taken you know from the from your bloodline and your the ancestral path it's like there's a new one do you know what i mean it's like you're it's literally the whole like do you know what I mean? You don't need to carry that, all of that stuff. Like, you're yeah. separate. You're, separ- you're, you're separated from all that stuff. Like, it's not about... um, It's not about your race. It's not about mm. your gender. You know, all those things that, mm. like, plague us today. Like, I feel like we are plagued as a society in the West, so I don't care, by labels. Yeah. <laughs> and trying to define ourselves. Like, we're plagued by identity. And it's like, well, what if it doesn't actually matter what gender you are or you identify with? Like, because that's not who you actually are. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then therefore, we wouldn't have mm. to battle each other like, oh, this person doesn't accept that I choose to identify as this. Because, mm. I mean, yeah, it's all right to identify with things. And identity, like, has its place. But, um, True. You know, do you know what I mean? It's like, okay, there's it nice It wouldn't thing. have such weight, though. Yeah, it doesn't become... It doesn't become blown up to be bigger than, than who mm. you actually are. Do you know what I mean? It's like... You're yeah. just yeah. Instead of it, it becomes limiting instead of empowering. Basically, um, it's yeah, like that's, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, we like we we. There's good things about calling ourselves Zambian, right? In as much as we mm. might be like, well, I'm not defined by the fact that I'm from Zambia. That's fair enough. But there's good things in there as well. But it's like you don't have to be defined. That doesn't have to be your only label because it's not like as humans, we're multifaceted. We're many many things, isn't it? So I feel like. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, I was telling you actually, I was like, yeah, I think currently, because I've just had such a revelation about freedom, um, I just feel like the gospel is that, like, it's freedom from, like, it's actually supposed to free us, even though sometimes it, as humans, we want to put ourselves in boxes. Um, yeah. We even use yeah. the gospel to put ourselves in a, in a box, but Jesus's idea was freedom, I think. I think God's idea is freedom. Yeah, it's supposed to be about freedom. And I think that's what I like about even what you were saying about the bloodline. And I, I think I appreciate I appreciate the um like the sacraments that we have in Christianity. Um, like, you know, like baptism and things like that, because it it's supposed to symbolize in a way like a death, isn't it? What are the and sacraments you, though? Like say someone doesn't know what you mean when you're saying sacraments. Um, I don't know all of them, but there's obviously communion. No, like, what is a sacrament? Like, what does not the actual definition, but like, um, what is it supposed to be? Because I don't, I don't know. even know straight <laughs> off my head. You put me on the spot, but I don't know. I don't actually know. I can't answer that, like, a, a definition of what I'm, but I mean, I feel like a sacrament, like, when you're saying it, do you mean like, um, they're kind of like, it sounds so it's like weird a ritual. Again. It's a ritual. I was going to say rites of passage, but like, they're like significant, significant kind Rituals. of like, <laughs> oh gosh, um, significant, what can we say? <laughs> Kind of development rituals, um, <laughs> moments. Why are you against the word? <laughs> it sounds so cultish, and it sounds so. Look, they are rituals. That's but what it just... is. Look, yeah, it's just language at the end of the day. But they're all the same. It doesn't matter um, if you come from the occult, whatever religion. It's all rituals to me. It is rituals, but I'm trying to go for something a bit, a bit deeper than it. Like you know, when it's like rituals can be like some people can hear it and it just they just zone out because of the word. But it's like no, it's true, it's true. It me, it it's like sacraments. They're like important, kind of like what are they called? Are they? St- I was gonna say stone, something stone. Um, you know, something's like important. It's like um, 
um landmarks or... yeah sort of like landmarks towards that yeah landmarks that in a person's life anyway so whether you're whether you believe in anything or not like you are gonna be born you are gonna die you're probably gonna meet a life <laughs> so it's like there's this there's these um kind of like um what can we say um i don't know what i was gonna say feasts let's just settle on rituals that basically mark these times in your life um in the church so yeah go on um i was saying that yeah the the idea of what you were talking about of um like obviously being born into your um ancestral um bloodline and then the idea is that when you accept christ it's like you are in Christ's family and yeah. you're, in a, you're a new yeah. creation. And so I feel like you enter into a, a new bloodline that doesn't have, all it has is freedom and grace and love. There's no ancestral curses. There's none of the generational curses, all these things. And so I feel like, and do you have that revelation of what freedom is because of the gospel? You will still be, you will still act like the old you, like the old you that is in that old bloodline. Hmm. And I think it is hard, but I think that's why I appreciate now. I didn't, when I was first a new um, believer, but like, I appreciate now like those sacraments like baptism and baptism and what it actually signifies. Cause I think there was a point that I thought like, why are we still doing this? I didn't mm. really, I didn't really see like, you know, you're almost blind to something. I didn't, I wasn't able to see what mm. the, what the um, symbolism was behind baptism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is actually, I don't think about that. Like, baptism is one of those things that's part of the actual gospel. I think it says like, go, Jesus commanded mm. the disciples to go and tell them, um, tell people about about him, but also to baptize them. And mm. it's like that, mm. it, and it must be like, why would he include it? Like, it must be so important. I'm thinking, why is it so important? Because it's like, because it's it's basically a washing away. Yeah, but it's not just a yeah. washing away of sins. Because I think most of the time you think it's a washing away of sins, and that's it. But it's like. I think sin that's is the not... thing. It's always that's always the focus. I feel when we talk about the gospel. That's why I was saying it so much at the beginning. It's like sin, sin, sin. You're saved from sin, sin, sin. Mm. Even those people that stand on the street corners and they're like, you know, you'll be safe from fire and sin. And it's just like you will, but it's like that's not all it is. Like there's so much beauty in the gospel. Like we're just looking at the negative part and trying to like almost scare people into into salvation when it's really like. They would want to come. They would want to come to salvation if they knew the entirety of what the gospel really was about, mm. and what freedom. Everyone wants to be free, of course. Everybody wants to be free. I think the prob- problem, yeah, if it's a problem, yeah, is that because it's a spiritual truth. Mm. Sometimes we try to grasp it through just like normal, the normal way, and I feel like the gospel is because it's spiritual. It's like. Sometimes I'm just like, what well, can it be grasped in just like a few sentences? And it's like, oh yeah, I know about Christ now. But it's like a spiritual truth and doesn't need parables. to be. It doesn't need to be lots of books and and like stuff like mm. that. Like it doesn't need to be an hour long, someone preaching to you. Like when you get something, you spiritually or even when you get something like you know with your mind, it kind of just happens mm. in a, in a moment anyway. But yeah, um, what were we gonna? What were we saying before I went off on this tangent? Um. Oh, yeah, talking about sin. And there is a part from that, like, yeah, you're washed from sin. But when you go deeper to find out what sin really is, it's not just a single act. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's like, mm. it's not saying, oh, it's say, it's forgiven you for all the lies you ever did and all the things. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's not like that. I think what it is is, like, oh, sin is kind God. of, like, at its heart. It's not the action. Because we always say, like, when you do things, it's not about so, yeah, the way you function in life. It's not about what you do, but it's, like, where your heart is. So it's mm. kind of more like a turning of your heart away from 
you know, just, you know, away from God and towards God. So it's like, yeah. do you know what I mean? So it's kind of like a washing away of like, it says in the Bible, like a sinful nature. Do you know what I mean? It's like you're one way, like you have one nature, the human nature. Mm. And, you're, and you're turning towards the God nature, which we have in us. Do you know what I mean? Because we're divine. Um, okay, that just came out. Like I normally don't say that normally, like we're divine. So we're it's divine. even uncomfortable <laughs> to say. It's even uncomfortable to say, but like, do you know what I mean? Oh we live at that le- lesser truth a lot of the time because we just look at what we see. Yeah. But it's true no it's true like even sorry to cut you off but even what you were saying about the sin about sin itself i feel like it is very simplified and we just think of it like you know if you've broken one of the ten commandments you've sinned but i think it's deeper than that you know you you can also sin by you know not loving yourself not showing yourself grace that in itself is a sin you know there's different ways that we can sin in a way yeah i think because sin was, um, I think sin is, is um, so it was once defined to me as sin is like you've missed, it's kind of you've missed the, the way or you've missed the point. And I didn't really get it then. But I think like, okay. I've understood it now more like sin to be, because it's not just one thing. That's why when people, um, sorry, I might lose someone who doesn't like, who doesn't really doesn't know anything about Christianity. But there is a point like in the Bible, there's the law and the law is mm. more than the Ten Commandments. There's like loads of things yeah. to do. And, like, people, you know, Jesus was saying, like, you know, if you break, like, a lesser one, you've broken all of them. Because people tried to think that they were more holier because they were, like, doing other ones and not doing others. But <laughs> I it's think we like, still do that today, don't we? We're like, well, I lied, but at least I didn't murder anyone. Didn't murder it's anyone. It's like, well, apparently it's all the same, so. <laughs> but then it's like, Jesus was like, no, because he wasn't trying to say, like, it's impossible to fulfill mm, the law like mm. in that way he was he was saying like you can't fulfill the law but what it is is because it requires a change of heart it doesn't matter it's not about like oh i did all the commandments if if you are yeah your heart is not right like your heart is not towards god and it's literally about a change of heart it's about looking towards god and i think almost like i'm trying to, to think that i think that that is what the gospel is like i'm having a new revelation of the gospel now it's just like because a different way <laughs> to see it I think it's a change of heart. It's literally a change of heart, yeah. a willingness. It's like an openness of heart. And you're just saying, God, come in into my heart. I think that's what the gospel is, you know? And um, and then I, it's like I said, it's something that it's hard. I started off by when I was talking because it's a lifelong thing. Like the revelation, yeah. I loved it when I looked up the, 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 I loved when I looked up the definition of a gospel and it said the revelation of Christ. Because that word revelation to me, it's like continuous and it goes higher and higher and higher. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. not something... You have one revelation now, but then as time goes on, you have another revelation. Like, it's always going on. Yeah, yeah. And that's another thing that I like about the gospel is that, like... And I think we've said this before, like, spiritual things, they're not really um, contained in time. Like, I know we live this kind of... This life on earth and everything is about time and aging and things like that. And even sometimes people don't think the gospel is relevant because it was... It was such a long time ago, but it's like things that are spiritual. It's like how do we, how do we see them for what they are? Because essentially, you can still experience the gospel now because it is a, it's happening all the time. Like Jesus, just, Jesus didn't just die then. You know that death is like something that is alive now. If that makes sense, that freedom. What do you mean? Is even what the, I want to say. What do you mean that the death is alive now? So. Like the way we're talking about, like, what does it really mean to be free today? Of course, there's the things of, you know, the legalistic side of it, as in like it frees us from the law um, and we fulfill we we fulfill the law through grace and through 
receiving the gospel but it's like what does that mean to me when I go to work and when I interact with human beings on a day to day basis like how am I free in those interactions mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. what I mean yeah so I think that's that's what I like about like things that are spiritual is that like they're not they're not like contained in time it's like they're still relevant today is what I'm is what I'm trying to say basically mm-hmm. so I feel like sometimes I do see like these people that are do stand on street corners and like their messages seem so like antiquated and it's off-putting to me <laughs> and I am actually a, a Christian so it's like how do we kind of break through that barrier and kind of like open up I don't know open up the way for it to be like I don't know to see it for what it really is I guess to see the truth Mm -hmm. to see all of it because again it's like I feel like by just having half of the gospel just like a fraction of it is not it's I don't know there's something wrong about it (laughs) Mm -hmm. I don't know if that makes sense but there's something that's not not right about that just getting the half truth of something because it's like you you can't really reach the full revelation of it how can you really receive that yeah mm. i kind of like i like i'll say i think it's hard to grasp a full revelation like i don't we don't have the full revelation of the gospel yeah i know so um, it's like i feel like it's i think it's to, just i'm trying to say like for it to even penetrate in the first place for it to be a seed in the first place it has to be mm-hmm. the truth i guess mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so maybe you're asking like how do we share the true gospel yeah yeah mm-hmm. i guess that's my my question but what is the true gospel anyway according to you i mean you've said it the already, true like gospel. freedom and things like that yeah for me it starts off with freedom and it's almost like a like even when I was talking about the whole identity thing, it reminds me of the verse that obviously says like you have to um it talks about dying to self and it doesn't it sounds like an unpleasant thing, but it's just a it's just almost like a consequence of what the gospel really is about mm-hmm. is that you go through this it could be like doing the actual um rite of doing the baptism or something, but obviously the baptism itself is a symbol, but that is what is happening as you when you accept Christ isn't it mm-hmm. you're mm-hmm. you're born into a new creation that's why people Christians always use the phrase being born again. That's that's essentially what's happening, isn't it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I think like trying to explain to people what that process is and what it really means, like what you're really free from. And I think it's an individual thing. It's hard to really um, kind of explain it to other people. Mm-hmm. But I think I would always start with freedom because I feel like that's what everyone wants anyway. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's always that's always a relevant thing, regardless of the times. Yeah, I think that even as you were talking, I was gonna you know gonna ask something else, but I thought like even to be able to say it depends. I feel like gospel is so many things. I think you can you can you can probably say the gospel in a way that even a, a small child can understand. I feel like <laughs> if it's true and it's real, then it should be. You know what I mean? If it's something for the mm. spirit, then we should something should be able to understand. Yeah. Um, and I was just, I was wondering, like, you know, we've talked a lot about the spirit. And I feel like the the thing that comes before, you know how to understand something, sometimes you have to understand something that comes before. It's like in order for you mm. to understand me speaking, I have to understand English and, you know, I mean, yeah. the alphabet. And it's like with the gospel, it seems like I could be wrong. It's like you almost have to accept this idea of 
a human being having three parts, like a spirit, a soul, and a body, or at least having it requires your understanding of the human being as having a spirit. And I feel as if this is yeah. kind of like against or not really in line sometimes with like this culture that we live in here in the West. I mean, it is there, but it's mm. just not a given. I feel like if you go somewhere else yeah. where they just believe in spirits, it's like it would be very easy to 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 speak to them and and um, them understand this idea of your mm. spirit um, mm-hmm. receiving life. Whereas if you're kind of just like, well, I don't even know if I have got a spirit, like you know what I mean. <laughs> then it's uh, it's kind of you know what I mean. It's like the the thing that comes before. So mm. it's like this world view. Yeah, sometimes I feel as if this this world view that we live in, our just our current world view, is even the starting point is just unaligned <laughs> with the worldview of, of the gospel. That's what I just kind of thought now. I was thinking, wow, like, where do we start from? You know what I mean? Where do we begin? Mm. Because we're talking about unseen realities. So if, if you don't even believe in unseen realities, that's the, that's the thing, you know what I mean? Because I remember when I was, when I used to go and like, you know, speak to people about the gospel, there was this one guy I met, met and he was a biker. Like, it was just across the road from like, you know, our house. And he was literally there. He was kind of one of the coolest people I met. Not as in cool as in good, but like very chilled because he was just so mm. dead certain on what he believed. Like he was just like, yeah, like he actually did believe in the spiritual world, but he was yeah. just like, yeah, like it's cool. Like going to hell. He was going to hell. Um, and I was oh, like, he, what? He, oh, he. Yeah, he, he was that he was going to hell. Yeah, and it's funny because I just think I just read some book on like I don't do this normally, but this one book I read about some you know some hell account, and it was like how it was mm. out of darkness, it was just pitch black, like you could cut you could cut a chunk of the darkness. That's how black hell was, and I was just oh, like, gosh. oh, like so doesn't that like you know make you feel something that you know you're just going to be in perpetual darkness like forever and he was just like yeah that's cool like not that that's cool but he was like yeah that's that <laughs> is cool that is what it is and that is what will happen um oh, he's dear. probably maybe he just wanted me to go away do you know what i mean but um <laughs> <laughs> but like i was just like okay um, but he was literally like no well, i'm a biker like we're bikers that's what we believe like we don't really believe in that but then mm. But then again, that's what I'm saying. It's it's kind of weird about their whole identity thing. Because some people just, as soon as they hear some other thing that doesn't align with their identity, like the idea of this Jesus and um, all that, it's just it's like, no, that's not who I am. That's not what I believe in. You know, where I come from, we don't believe in that. We don't believe in spirits, you know. We don't believe in this other world. So it's just like the starting point itself can be tricky. But I think it's deeper than yeah. that. Yeah. I think it I, is tricky. Yeah. Mm. But I think... I think there is, it's maybe we're going to it too deep. You know what I mean? Sometimes like, with these things, it's like simple, you know, it's simple and it's not like intellectual. So I it think can be hope. simple. It's true. I think it there's hope. Simple. Having said that. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do. Because it's a spiritual oh, truth, you know, and yeah. that means that it will, if you're trying to be too clever with it, you'll miss it. You know? Mm. It's not something that you can grasp with your mind. And that's why we're always like, oh, okay, I've got this revelation of the gospel now. Actually, yeah, this revelation. Now I see it this way. And now I see it this way. But that's what I like about it. Even, like, anything that is spiritual is that, like, it's always alive. So, and it's always, like, evol- evolving in your mind. And mm. however it exists to you in the moment, like, it's always changing. Like, it's an organic thing. It's mm-hmm. an alive thing. So... Or, like, life. You're always going to have continuous revelations of it. Mm-hmm. Like you said, revelation is continuous, so... Yeah, but yeah. I definitely think that there's that aspect of like adoption into God. Like you know, you're not just like this human being that's born to your parents. It's like mm. for me, I think um, 
yeah, like us talking here just remind me of something I read today, and it's like when God was telling, he was telling Moses about the, he was telling Moses to tell the Israelites that like he's gonna take them out of Egypt, and then he's gonna take mm. them to himself, and then he's gonna yeah. bring them to a, bring them to a promised land. And I was looking at, it and I was thinking that's basically the gospel, really, the good news, yeah. as in mm. he takes you out of whatever belief you've got, and then importantly takes you into himself. And I feel like that's what it's about. It's not about the stuff that comes after, like the promised land, which could be heaven, or the good stuff about being a Christian. It's like the fact that like God takes you to Himself, and that like, that's why mm. God created the world in the first place. That's what we say, isn't it? Like, why didn't yeah. He just chill by Himself? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> the cosmos, like, why did He create? I think He created it for like relationship and family. Yeah, and I feel like that's what the gospel is. It's like that closeness yeah, to but- God. It's true, but I think it is it is hard. Like even just the way you said, like you get born into your family, it's hard to um, let go of like those identities and those yeah, things 100%. that like we identify with. And I feel like that's that in a way is what hinders us from really mm-hmm. having the full revelation of freedom because we hold on to those things like oh I'm this. Yeah, just, it could just yeah. be your career. It's your yeah. identity. You know what I mean? And I feel like if we didn't hold on to those things so much, I guess it's the ego, isn't it? Yeah. It's the ego. If we didn't hold on so, to those things so much, we would be free, you know? We'd probably have those revelations of freedom even even if you hadn't, you know, been brought up in a Christian household. I feel like God speaks to people in different ways. Like they can have the revelation of what the gospel is in their own way. I really do believe that God is a personal God and it doesn't have to be in a fixed just through the Christian way and, you know, things like that. So yeah, but I think yeah, we'll wrap it up there. Um, I still well, feel like before so you go, though, about. I just remembered like when you were talking about this like, revelation of, of freedom and, and that, like God revealing this. It just reminded mm. me of the story of the guy who wrote Power of Now and how he had that revelation. Mm. And he literally wandered around. Like, I mean, when it hit him, like he was in a state of despair, but then he saw a blinding light in his room, you know, as they do. And then after that, like <laughs> after that, like he spent like three years like wandering around park, park benches in an art state state of bliss. And I was like, that's freedom. Like, he found his freedom, you yeah. know what I mean? And it's like, mm. isn't that the gospel? Even yeah. though there's no, there's no, Christ, there's no Christ as in the man Jesus dying on the cross as being free from sin. It's like, it sounds like, it sounds like, what's it called again? What's that thing? I was going to say Haram, but it's not the Christian one. You know, and it sounds like you're going against everything to say, like, that's the gospel, but there's no, like, story, narrative. It's a different narrative, mm. but same, same ending. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So that's my question. If we do carry this on again, it's like, does the gospel, um, does the gospel need to um, contain the narrative of Christ died on the cross? Um, I think it always does. I feel like that is. The does it need to though? For its you? nature. Mm. Um, like as in someone I'm who's saying, found I'm their... saying it beyond language, as mm, in like mm. the gospel itself as a spiritual truth. It will always contain that uh, uh, element of it like it doesn't ha- it doesn't have to be language like you said that this guy had the revelation right mm-hmm. we don't know what he experienced we don't know what he, re- he received in his spirit but that's how i mm-hmm. that's how i see life and mm-hmm. like the spiritual realm it's not something that we can really grasp yeah and i feel like whatever re- revelation he had jesus was in that revelation he doesn't mm-hmm. have to hear oh this is jesus you know maybe that would be someone's interpretation but he doesn't have to say that as long as he's had the revelation. Like, I feel like only God knows, really. 
Like, I don't feel mm. like I have to understand that. But I feel like that helps me be free and like, kind of not mm. really trying to explain and be like, okay, but is there Jesus in that? Is there Jesus in that? I just mm-hmm. have to... Mm-hmm. It's not really my responsibility. I don't take it on or, mm-hmm. or things like that. Um, does that make sense, I guess? <laughs> yeah, no, it does make sense. Um, yeah, so I feel I like heard... anything that is good news will, by nature, inherently have the story of Jesus in it. Mm even if someone didn't interpret that way. Okay. I got the part about you saying, when you say I'm speaking this beyond language. Mm, yeah, mm. I was try- I was listening hard to that because I was thinking, okay, spiritual truth, spiritual truth coming through. <laughs> the portal of Indy. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's really important because I, try- I can overthink things, which has its place, but like, it's true. It's like a truth that is beyond words. Um, yeah. yeah, I think it's also, the reason why I say it like that is because it's like, Spiritual things, they're really hard to... You just have to... It requires a lot of trust. Mm. Like, you almost have to trust God or the universe, whatever you want to call it. But it's like, you really have to trust that, like... I don't know even how to explain it. You just have to trust that it is what it is. I think it is of the heart. Like I said, it's really of the heart Mm. whether you want to be open or not because it won't... If you're you're close to it... Do you know what I mean? It's like, if you're looking for those loopholes like I just did and be like, oh, does the gospel have to contain Christ? It's like a Mm, weird mm. angle of your... The attitude's a bit weird. It's not pure where it's just like trust complete. Um, Mm. And people do have individual revelations or even of Christ, like, you know, just living in some, some like, wilderness, no one preaching to them. And I remember this woman (laughs) said that, literally on the the Fogel show that we're watching and she was living in one island with her partner mm. and it was just the two of them or something and she said yeah she, they moved there as hippies and she had a revelation of christ and then she was just saying that like um as in the crisis we understand i think like yeah a christian yeah yeah like that kind of revelation and she just said like um something along the lines of like god reveals himself to everyone like you literally just have to have an open heart i think you just have to want it so mm. it really does really start with the heart you can't yeah. get around it can't get yep. around it <laughs> Like, if you want to receive this spiritual freedom or revelation. And I think for some people, it's like, even me, like, I think it's, that's why you mm. can take a lifetime of your heart being open and open and open and you're getting these slow revelations. Um, yeah, exactly. Everyone's yeah. on a different, you know, part of their journey. But yeah, um, I, I feel like there was so much in that, but um, so much more to talk about. But um, yeah. We hope you guys enjoyed it and uh, you join us again next week um, as we continue this Bible theme series. Bye.